Well, if you'd believe it, from the episode I published two days ago, I had a response, unprompted, I should also say, of a friend who sent me a recipe that include turmeric, turmeric. Uh, That was one that I was struggling to justify the expense of because I'm not familiar with how it tastes, what flavor profile it brings to the table. I assume that it is going to be at least $8 because it sounds like more of a specialty type of spice versus one of your day-to-day spices. Well, I was wrong. I went to Publix, of course, and it was on sale for about $3.99, which I thought was reasonable given inflation and whatnot. Uh, Although I do understand that Publix tends to have higher prices than Kroger, for example. But I have to tell you, I'm so excited. And thank you to my friend, Mike. Um, of Kitty Cat Worldwide. I'll try to respect your anonymity. Uh, um, Thank you for sending this recipe. I thought it was very well written. And I really want to give a shout out to the author of this recipe. The blog is called Smitten Kitchen. And it is rare that you find a blog on mobile that really supports you through your end-to-end journey of making the recipe. Let me explain. When I see a recipe that I'm trying to make, I usually find it online, I open it on my phone, and I scroll, 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 scroll. You've gotta scroll through so much just to get to the actual grocery list. And there are some really key elements that happen in the grocery list. A good recipe will have your list organized by section of the grocery store. So all of your produce should be together, your dairy should be together, maybe you have like grains and beans and that kind of thing. But generally it just helps you in the grocery so that you can use it as your grocery list, or at least that's how I do, but I kind of grocery shop one meal at a time. So. I scroll, scroll, scroll all the way down. I get a nice cursory view. Even though the recipe is organized by item, there are four items in this, um, four end products, I should say, in this recipe. Uh, However, it was easy enough to get through. I thought that the spacing, the font, uh, the, the size of the font was actually pretty easy to read, which I can't say for all recipes that I view on the mobile experience. Um, There are photos throughout. So the recipe itself, without further ado, is sheet pan meatballs with crispy turmeric chickpeas. And well, wouldn't you know, there's a jump to recipe button right there. Does it work? Wow. Okay, perfect. Well, there you go. Look for the jump to recipe button and you can bypass all of the diet fasting weight loss ads. Um, so I just have a lot of great things to say about how this recipe was written. We're making meatballs. Um, they give you a photo of the meatballs on the tray. So you get a sense of what size they should be. 
Um, sneak attack, I think in hindsight, they also are giving you a visual indicator of what size pan you should use. You know, in the recipe itself, it'll often say, oh, 11 by 7, whatever. But you're just like, I don't know. Wait, how much am I going to make here? So the visual aids really, really help me out on this one. Um, so here's how they actually lay out the recipe. You've got chickpeas, uh, which are one little work stream that you've got to do in the kitchen. You've got your meatballs, another work stream, and then you're serving it with two items, um, some onions, which I have a lot of thoughts to share on that in a minute, uh, as well as like a yogurt with lemon for your dipping sauce. Um, I would rate the process for making this as like a nine out of 10. I am coming up with the criteria as I go here, uh, if you've stuck around for any period of time, but I think, you know, it allowed me to easily have these different work streams in motion where I didn't feel like I had to overly complicate, oh, well, should I start the meatballs first because it's meat? Do they require longer to cook? Or should I do the chickpeas first? And the way it was written, it really helped you with making sure that you're preparing things in the right order so it all coalesces around the same time. And I have proof to share with you so I started with the chickpeas. Those you rinse out in the aluminum can, um, pour it out, throw it onto a larger size baking sheet. You've got two cans of that. And then you're going to zhuzh it up with things like fennel, cumin, turmeric. My mom says that's called turmeric. Turmeric? She told me to ask on here how you actually spell it because she thinks I'm, um, or say it because she thinks I'm saying it wrong. Turmeric. Um, you've got a large onion. They're telling you to go ahead and cut the onion up during the chickpea section. But what I liked was that you put half of the onion in the chickpeas and you reserve the rest of it for later when you're serving, uh, which I think the thing I really appreciated there is that you're using the whole onion. How many times do you cut an onion just for the sake of using half of it in the recipe and then the other half of it just sits in your fridge looking sad. So I am happy for the use of the full onion and it inspired me to make the little extra bell and whistle, bells and whistles for this uh, recipe because you know, usually if it's like, oh, chickpeas plus meatballs, but you can make this little dipping sauce or something. I'm not going to do it because to me, it's like I'm going to have a lot of extraneous ingredients that I'm never going to use. So we can just cut that piece out. But I really appreciated how both the onion and the lemon in this recipe um, served both the chickpeas um, as well as, you know, the final um, sauce that you dip in and a little onion side that you serve with. So thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> Smitten Kitchen, appreciate it. And then now I want to draw your attention to some of the timing. Um, so I really think there's something to be said as we think about criteria for a recipe of how well do all these planes land at the same time. Um, you've got the meatballs, the chickpeas, the yogurt, the onion bells and whistles. And so I want all these to land at the same time. So I'm not like, oh, the meatballs are ready and I'm snacking on those while the chickpeas still have another 45 minutes. I'm exaggerating, but to make the point. Um, so they guide you through this process. 
Um, so as you put the chickpeas already dressed and ready to go into the oven, set the timer for 25 minutes, and then that starts your countdown, okay? So dinner's gonna be ready in 25 minutes. How awesome does that sound? I don't have kids, but I have a dog, and I'm like, okay, well, that gives me time to kind of give her a heads up that like, hey, you know, we're gonna be putting dinner out here in 25 minutes, so wash up and, and get your act together. <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. She does not eat the same things as I do. She eats the normal dog food. Um, but that said, you have 25 minutes now to start assembling your turkey meatballs. And that was fun. I'm not going to lie. I usually don't do the meat because I um, get a little worried about cooking it to the right extent, but also drying it out. So I tend to just not deal with it. Um, but this one calls for, you know, your ground turkey, um, panko, but I use just breadcrumbs, yogurt, water. Um, you get to put in some different spices here, coriander, cumin, turmeric. Um, and then it gets to a teaspoon of cayenne, cayenne, cayenne. Um, and I didn't have it, but here's a little detail that I love about this recipe. In that same line where it asks for cayenne, it's giving you some other options, which I was I really appreciated it because I was like, oh, I didn't get it at the store earlier, but I still want the the joy of the spice. So help me find something else in my cabinet that maybe I'm just not gonna think of on my own. So thank you so much, Smitten Kitchen, for that detail. I ended up using red pepper flakes and I tried to really douse them in because I like things a little spicy. Uh didn't have the cilantro this time, but I think that was that was just fine. 